0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap Box. Slap Box. Welcome to the Slap Box Podcast. This is episode five hundred. Seventy-five. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording again inside the Slapbox Penthouse. My trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, is uh, sitting behind me on the couch that he is utterly destroyed with his claws on his one front front paw. Of course, he's a three-legged cat. I haven't mentioned that in a while. <laughs> He's handicapped, you know. He's, ha- but I don't know. I don't really see him as handicapped or handicapped, rather, because he gets around fine. It looks a little funny if you're not if you've never seen him before. If you've never seen a three-legged cat before, I guess it looks a little strange when he runs and stuff. But it does not seem to uh, deter him whatsoever. He's he's still, you know, he's still uh, a valued member of society of my house at least. <laughs> <laughs> the penthouse? I don't know what you uh say uh whatever you want to say about that. Um yeah, so uh <clears throat> I uh I uh last few episodes, I guess I've been bitching about my throat. As uh, it's been a bit of an issue, I guess, since I you know become a steel worker, and uh, maybe not so much the steels, not really the problem. The problem is the fact that uh, messing with MIG welders, or so I thought, is breathing in all this shit from tack welding and MIG welding and all that. Well, I guess tack welding is, you know, just MIG welding, just not doing full on welds. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh. Which I guess you can tack weld with whatever welding. It doesn't have to be MIG welding. But we specifically MiG Weld. Anyway, I digress. That's kinda that's what this podcast should really be called. I digress. <laughs> Gonna go down a bunch of rabbit holes. Anyway. <laughs> so I've been finding it hard to talk for long periods of time after uh after rah? after working and uh man i was really not looking forward to this week as i was working six days a week again and i knew the last week when i did the show man it was tough talking for an hour and i was really contemplating like i was really getting paranoid about how bad my throat was hurting and uh, i was like oh shit is this is this it is this finally the cancer that's going to take my life is this what i'm dealing with As breathing in all this hazardous shit while I'm willing, finally breathed life into uh, my death nail, (laughs) as it were, Uh, because, you know, in my family, you know, cancer runs in the family. It's an Albrecht thing. It's a tradition. (laughs) We uh, we tend to get cancer and, and most of them die of it. So that's, you know. Uh, paranoid, uh, You know, uh, I guess you could say I'm a bit paranoid about it, but it seems like at, at some point, if I live long enough, if I don't die by other means, and uh, I don't want to, you know, I, I'm not the suicide type, but uh, if, you know, I were to die in a car wreck, what have you, or other natural means other than cancer, <laughs> that would prevent me from getting cancer, I believe. Um. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, any time I start to feel something abnormal, like the paranoia, paranoia always like hits me. Like, oh, is this it? Is this the fucking cancer? And it was getting to the point where I was like, oh fuck, I think I might have to uh, schedule a doctor's appointment. Like, I think this might might be it because I I don't go to the doctor unless I feel like there is a slight chance it might kill me. <laughs> it's a thing. I can't afford. You know, I don't ha- I don't have the money. I live in America. Uh, healthcare will uh, bankrupt you. That's just that's just the way it is. That's part of being American. That's part of freedom. Um, and, uh, so you know, but uh, I I don't particularly want to die. So and also, you know, cancer is a shitty way to go. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, do I want to completely bankrupt myself or <laughs> or die a slow horrible death? So anyway, yeah, it was to the point where I was like, "Oh, I need to schedule a doctor's appointment." Then when it occurred, but it occurred to me on Monday. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking it. it, You know, it occurred to me that maybe it's not cancer, and that uh, what I was actually suffering from was uh, an allergic reaction, (laughs) because well. You know, I uh, I do uh, because I deal with uh, MIG welders, again, and, uh, you know, I tack weld every day at work. And, uh, you know, that stuff will burn you. You got the UV lights coming out of there whenever you're uh, welding, and uh, it will burn your skin. As uh, I mean, I, w- I work on an assembly line. So we're building stuff on, on a jig we're nonstop pumping this shit out. So it's like, uh, those lights are constantly going and, you know, being right next to it and everything. And, uh, because of that, you know, they give us all the sunscreen, you know, we can ask for and that, uh, you put the sunscreen on to, uh, (laughs) protect yourself from, uh, getting burnt. And, uh, Because of that, you know, uh, (laughs) putting that on, uh, I've had a little bit of issues and it didn't dawn on me like every, like, you know, I've put it on when I get to work. I I keep a few, uh, bottles of it in my car and, uh, I, I keep it in there and before work, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd lather it on. I'd cake that shit on, and uh between every or at the end of every break, to cake some more on because you know I don't want to get fucking burnt. I get burnt even with the shit on. <laughs> what I came to realize Monday is like you know what this the reason why I'm having these throat issues. And I really noticed it with this heat. It's gotten worse with the heat, and I've been getting, like, heat rash, like, really bad at work, because we've been hitting, like, triple digits on the, uh, (laughs) the weather, and uh, it gets fucking hot in hell in there, and we got layers of clothing on, and we're welding. (laughs) And so, uh, I've had heat rash all over my body, and that's just not pleasant, not pleasant at all, and, uh... I've been taking Benadryl and of course the Benadryl helped with the throat. So, you know, dawn on me is like, you know what, this, this throat issue, you know, maybe not cancer. (laughs) This seems like it's an allergic reaction to something. If Benadryl is going to make me feel better. And so, uh, then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I put this fucking sunscreen on, like cake that shit on. And, uh, like a lot, I put a lot of it on. And, yeah, it dawned on me, like, oh, hey, (laughs) I could be very well allergic to this uh, sunscreen. And so I, you know, did a little bit of uh, internet research. You know, by that I mean, of course, I just went to Google and put up uh, sunscreen allergies. And, uh, yeah, it's a fairly common thing, of course. And... uh, (laughs) The two chemicals that mainly cause the allergies. Of course, one of the biggest ones was bam, right in the sunscreen. I've been caking all over my throat (laughs) and face for the last, uh, like 10 months. (laughs) And, uh, I think it might be a combination of just the heat and the sweat plus the sunscreen. It was probably maybe not just, uh an allergic reaction to the, you know, I'm not going to go to a doctor. This is going to cost some money. If it's not cancer, I don't feel like I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I feel like, uh, they're just, they're just going to ask me questions of the same questions I'm asking myself. Like they, you know, I mean, I guess they can run some tests and like try different, you know, I guess I can go to allergy specialist and kind of narrow it down. Uh, but again, that's going to cost some, some fucking money. So I. Uh, yeah, I I just uh, like, well, fuck it. Let's just try not using the sunscreen and uh, yeah, sunscreen can be bad for you, man, and uh, it can cause some real issues, uh, you know, which sucks because it's meant to prevent like skin cancer is the, the big thing, you know, for uh, sunscreen so it uh <laughs> sucks that it can also fuck you up. It can be a real problem. And uh I uh ended up putting a, a buff uh runner I had a few buffs around from running that I never really used. Uh they're just, it's basically a round piece of material that you can put around your neck for like it's you know people use it when running for like cold weather shit and uh <laughs> yeah I uh I used it at work avoided using the sunscreen and you know what a fun fact my throat's felt a lot better it's like holy shit I've been doing this <laughs> for like 10 months I've just been like murdering myself with uh with this shit and uh holy fuck you know just felt a lot better at work in general <laughs> even though yeah it's still my, my neck's still getting well where the buff is i'm not really getting burned but in the, in the areas like i'm a, you know i'm still getting burns but uh i do put a little bit of sunscreen but not the sunscreen that they have at work just uh uh the stuff that i bought for running it's got different chemicals in it i didn't go for the mineral stuff that's just super expensive and i'm just doing it before i go to work just once I don't want to cake that shit on. I don't want to have another allergic reaction. (laughs) So I put just a little bit on in in the first thing in the morning. And, uh, yeah, just try to (laughs) not burn myself. (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of sucks when I tack a lot of times. I don't fully put the helmet down because, or the visor rather. Uh, I only get a, like a welding hood whenever I'm doing full welds. If I'm tack welding, it, it's it's not necessary. And you know it's hard to see everything when you got your uh, visor down and it's all dark, dark, darkened up, and all that shit. Like uh, the welding hood, of course, we've got the uh, screens that uh, auto darken. You can change the settings on it. Um, so you can kind of see until then it, uh, it'll be light. And then when you start welding it <laughs> darkens anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I keep my, my visor at like half masked, which kind of sucks. You know, I cover the eyes, but I can also like kind of flip it up a little bit so I can see what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Real easily, so I'm not burning my eyes, but uh, you know, I'm getting I'm getting some good rays on the skin, which is kind of a downer. But the buff kind of helps with that, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm just he- excited that it's not fucking cancer at the moment. I mean, not saying I don't have any other cancer, I'm just not aware of it at the moment. <laughs> uh, I feel like everybody's gonna get cancer if they just die uh live long enough. Die? Uh, no, if they live long enough, I imagine. Uh, get the old cancer uh but uh yeah as I'm as I'm talking about this I'm actually looking at welding helmets as uh there's I was watching YouTube earlier and of course they had the uh Iron Man helmet that uh Ooh, the, there's, I guess, a few different ones that you can get on, uh, on the interwebs. And, uh, not, I mean, they, they sell like, uh, welding hoods with Iron Man's, like, you know, mask painted on it, but they look like shit. They look like real shit. Uh there is this uh shiza. Have to uh, fucking find it now. Um There is here we go, here we go. Here's the article on it. I will find it here shortly. As uh I should have left that page open because you know I sort of half-assed some kind of show prep. <laughs> Just not doing a very good job of tracking it down at the moment. Uh there was a TikTok video done like a year ago. <clears throat> Uh, where they had taken the uh, Iron Man mask that uh, you can you can buy online. It's not a welding hood. Um. See here, this is on thefabricator.com. Um. As they're talking about it. Uh. Do do do. They were do do do. Damn it! No 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 no. Uh, yada yada. They started. Okay, this is, uh, but the Precision Welding Academy is, uh, who put out the video on TikTok. And, uh, let's see here. Ba ba. See, this, uh, this fella named, uh, Scott Rabe. I guess is how you pronounce his name. R A A B E. Uh, he uh, started the Precision Welding Academy about two years ago, right before COVID-19 began. Uh, ba, 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 ba. He saw it online about a year ago. and It was just a, this is his a quote from him. I saw it online about a year ago, and it was just a random Iron uh, Man mask that closed and opened and was voice activated. I was like, man, that'd be pretty cool. If it would change that into a welding helmet rabe explained uh one student connor shelley uh 20 agreed and took it upon himself to find and purchase the mask after experiencing a few delivery delays oh covid uh shelley received the mask in early 2022 from there came the challenge of converting it into a functioning welding hood and uh this is a problem for me to be like uh reading because i'm like oh fuck i was thinking about there's of getting a welder like a cheap welder off amazon uh just to sharpen up my skills <laughs> and uh who knows make maybe make a side hustle probably not but <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> back to back to this well, this is gonna give me bad ideas though to like purchase this mask which this the mask you buy online it's goes for several hundred bucks the ones that open and close I'm sure Most people have probably seen videos of that mask, which is a fucking cool mask. (laughs) I don't need more shit that costs money. I'm trying to pay off debt. (laughs) Anyway, the first and most important part was fitting the mask with eye protection strong enough to guard the user against the ill effects of the welding arc. Unlike a standard welding hood with a large viewing glass, the Iron Man mask needed to be fitted with protective glass only around the eyes. The rest of the face was covered by the mask itself. Rabe uh, suggested they use a passive lens made of tempered glass, but the glass cracked every time they drilled into it. Next, we tried a polycarbonate welding lens. Usually, they're pretty cheap, and I actually had one sitting at the house. Rabe explained, we cut a bunch of eyes out, did some sample runs, and they worked perfectly. They didn't shatter, and they could be shaped any way we wanted. We sealed everything up to make sure no light could get through. The mask-turned welding hood was ready for action. Unlike standard hoods, the mask is both remote and voice-activated, which is kind of cool. The user can either push a button or say the command, open mask. The mask fully opens, revealing the welder's face. The command, close mask, encloses the face, and the user is ready to weld. Next up, making the TikTok vid. Says uh, Rabe says, I put the hood on, found a random pipe in the shop, and that was already halfway rooted. Grab some fancy edge welding cups. With Black Sabbath's Iron Man playing in the background, Rabe's helmet closes over his face, and he initiates the TIG arc. The post is blown up, generating 700,000 likes, nearly 3,700 comments, and almost 50,000 shares so far, and I think that's more than that. I think this is an old article. <laughs> or maybe it's a new one. I don't know. What is the deal of this article? Yeah, it was last May, so it's over a year old. I think it's seen a lot more vids. A or lot, a lot more uh, on that. But, yeah, basically, yeah, they get into that. I mean, it's, it's giving me bad ideas, giving me bad ideas. I have seen uh, there was also a video... It would be kind of cool to make one. Cuz you know, if I was going to get a welder, like you need to practice welding. It might be kind of cool to cut out some sheet metal and fucking weld it into an iron mask, man mask. Although I don't think I'd do a very good job on uh, you know, making the mechanism to uh, open and close it. That would be kind of a bitch. I feel like uh I I could uh, you know, that, that's just gonna that's gonna be a lot of time me trying to learn all of that uh, but man oh the MK5 MK7 helmet those, I mean there's a couple of different Iron Man ones you can buy but holy shit they seem to go for a lot of money on eBay Walmart wherever you want to get it it's uh holy fuck it doesn't seem to be any cheap One's out there. Oh, there's different colored one. Oh, this this must have been. Oh, there's shit. They have uh, several different ones. Black. Why would I want a black one? I don't remember. Is black? Do they have a black helmet in the movie? I remember the. I wanted the all silver. I kind of like the all chrome look. They don't have that option here. <laughs> I think the white one looks shitty. The black looks better than the white. Uh, oh, there, the side view looks a lot better with the black. I like the, uh, uh, either the red and chrome or uh, all chromed out. But, I mean, it's looking, whew, like several hundred bucks for that. And then to, to like, buy <laughs> If I were to buy one of those helmets and then just try to uh take out the eyes on there and then I haven't seen it like there's no videos like the the TikTok videos they put up. They didn't show what they did to the eyes. Uh <clears throat> I don't know how much of a pain it was to remove the regular eyes and then put in those lenses. It seems like that might be a bit bit of a bitch. And <laughs> I don't want to fuck up a helmet. Spend hundreds of dollars on. That's uh but damn, it I mean, the idea is there. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's it's tempting. It's very tempting. Ugh. Yeah. But uh my throat is still a little off. I feel like but it's gotten a lot better as uh I did just have to clear my throat and drink some water again, I think a lot of it has to do with the heat this this week has been terrible i I knew it was gonna be terrible. It was like the hottest week of the year. It's fucking at work, like holy shit i I kid you not there is a lot of scabs and a lot of rash all over my torso. <laughs> It itches a lot. The Benadryl, though, takes away the burn because there's a lot of burn, and I've had to sleep with the shirt on because I sleep on a couch, and the texture of the couch is not good when you have a heat rash all over and you start, like, moving, and it's like, oh, fuck, it burns. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. But the, the Benadryl helps take away the burn, which is nice. But I've had to work, you know, six days this week, and it's after, like, Tuesday. I started getting the heat rash, which this isn't the first time I've gotten heat rash working in that heat. But uh, when I've gotten it before, it was near the end of the week. And also there wasn't that many hot days. This like whole week, it was just fucking hot. (laughs) And so as soon as I got it, like there was no getting rid of that heat rash. It was just, it was there. And, uh, fuck it. Yeah. Not pleasant. Ugh. but uh, I should probably take this uh, <laughs> Iron Man shit off my damn uh, pay. I should stop looking at that I'm going to end up like busting out the credit card and be like alright here we go here we go I'm going to start <laughs> I better start making money on the side doing welding or something giving out handies I'm going to be dropping hundreds of dollars just on a fucking mask to uh, you know and then i'd still have to buy a welder and stuff i don't have really the tools at home to do all this shit i don't think that would fly at work having that helmet on you know i gotta have we have to have stuff that meets you know i guess osha requirements and everything as far as the ppe goes (laughs) got to have the uh construction or the hard hat uh, You know, earplugs ear in while we're out on the plant, fo- plant floor because it's fucking loud. We've got all kinds of machinery going, cranes, buzzers, and uh, all that fun stuff. you got to have the safety glasses on at all times. And uh, the specs on the safety glasses have to meet standards. I don't know that a lot of people are policing that, but if you walk around with an Iron Man <laughs> helmet on... <sighs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like they might be asking questions. Oh, it'd be so fucking great, though, to just, like, walk up on, like, the weld line. If you're walking up on it, because, like, man. And it's rough. Like, the, like, I've only worked on the weld line, like, a few times. Briefly. I think the longest I've worked over there is for, like, t- maybe two hours. Probably not even two hours at a time. And it wasn't, like, a super hot day, either. But man, I felt like I was getting cooked alive. This is the the way it works there in building steel joists. I mean you're <clears throat> you're constantly welding. Like there's five, you know, massive joists four four or five in a stack that are uh moved with a crane over and you gotta just constantly weld. Then boom, then you get done with that. Boom, they bring another one over. Boom, they bring another one over. So, I mean, it's. You hear that frying bacon <laughs> the whole time if you were like walking up on it. It's just the white light you see. It would be really funny <laughs> to walk over there and just see. Is that fucking Iron Man over there willing? Is Tony Stark on the line? What is really cool, they've given a. Uh, I don't know how they. Determine who gets this, but uh, they've gotten some, uh, some of the welders have the really nice helmets that have like the air-cooled units in it, and the whole, that's, it's a lot hotter on the weld line. If you're tack welding, it's at least several degrees cooler. (laughs) Still not cool compared to the weld line because you're not constantly welding. A lot cooler. Those couple of degrees make a big difference. And just the burns I have like I'd I'd want to cover everything if I was on the weld line nonstop, man. The the times I was over there for like an hour or more like I came home and I just felt like I would have been inside an oven. <laughs> My skin felt awful. Uh so you know, hats off to those fellas and uh well there's a couple of there's at least one uh woman that works over there it's uh the peeps that do that uh yeah so welding that's fun <laughs> Man, i see if i get a welder like i thought about it like mainly just so I, I could i thought not so much so i could have a side job i thought you know maybe i could make some uh i have like no furniture <laughs> and uh It'd be kind of nice to have some furniture and not pay a whole lot for it. And I figured, you know, just get some scrap, steel, some wood, and uh, throw some shit together. And also get practice welding at the same time. Obviously, I'm not welding the wood. (laughs) Uh, But I do like uh, staining stuff and everything. So that, you know, give me some uh, practice doing that. I do enjoy the look of, like, stained wood. And, you know, being a fan of guitars and such, watching a lot of YouTube vids on people finishing guitars and doing bursts and stuff on guitars. And, uh, of course, if you go to the uh, big manufacturers of, uh you know, like your Gibson's, Fender's, PRS. Fender, they don't usually have crazy tops and stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, your Gibsons and like PRSs, they just do some uh, pretty crazy bursts where, of course, you can see the grain of the wood underneath. <laughs> Which Fender, I guess, has some, but mostly, you know, they they, they do, I mean, they their bursts don't really, you don't usually see a grain of the wood through there. That's more of, I guess, more of a custom shop sort of situation but Les Pauls in particular, with like Gibson and like PRS has got whatever they fucking call them. They're basically Les Pauls. Uh, they do a lot of shit where you can see the grain through it. And of course there's different grades of wood like you, and you get the, uh, flame maple top where it's, uh, looks almost like, tiger stripes and stuff and can look like that and then uh, there's the quilted which is the really crazy fucking wood like the oh I love the quilted stuff that shit looks fantastic (laughs) and then when you uh, dye that it it, you know it can look pretty fucking awesome and uh, what I was going to get to with that though is a lot of the videos I watch on YouTube people actually take a towel with dye and whatnot and rub it into the wood. And then after they get it good soaked up, let it dry. Then they sand it and they keep doing that. And you can get some pretty crazy fucking, uh, effects there on the wood. And then of course you put a, uh, a lacquer over the top of that, like a clear lacquer. And then that really makes it pop. But, uh, What they do at, at like Gibson and everything, they don't, they don't sit there and like rub <laughs> that shit in there for like hours, and then keep sanding it. Uh, maybe they do it with some stuff. Maybe more of the custom shop stuff. But from you know what I've seen, they, uh, you know, they airbrush the shit, and they're just you know really good at what they do. It's pretty uh, pretty cool uh, if you watch how they airbrush the shit. And, and, man, the problem is I think I just watch w- way too much YouTube. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I, you know, it wasn't it was just a couple episodes ago I was talking about those resin tables again and uh, <clears throat> the epoxy resin. I watch those a lot. Those are, there's just something really satisfying about watching people build shit on YouTube. And I don't really have the area here in the house. Um, The only area I could really do that is maybe the garage and then just not park my car in there. But I don't want, I like having a garage to park my car in. There's not a whole lot of room outside uh, if I have my car in there outside of that, you know and uh other than that you know if I'm doing shit with like epoxy resin and i'm i don't <laughs> I don't have the room for uh woodworking tools and that and that sort of thing i mean if I got a a welder, they're fairly small, and I could keep it in there and then just pull the car out but uh there's just, just like too much involved with buying the tools and shit. But it would be kind of cool to have some furniture that I made. Though I, I'm very very much a perfectionist when it comes to that kind of shit. I feel like <clears throat> I'm going to end up not liking what I did and th- you know want to get rid of it. Or uh, I'm going to spend forever trying to perfect it and just kind of give up. <laughs> and then it'll it'll sit in a corner somewhere like in the garage or in my storage room <laughs> and never to be seen again and be like i'm going to finish this one day but uh i've already spent 6 weeks <laughs> trying to get the perfect uh perfect look to this uh wood top and it and it's not happening <laughs> uh is that, that's been a problem uh, a good chunk of my life is uh, being too much a perfectionist with shit and that I expect myself to you know become perfect or maybe not quite perfect but to become a professional you know right off the bat even before there was a YouTube and stuff like playing guitar uh was te- like terrible for me uh learning originally Because I didn't pick it up as easy as I knew other people could pick that shit up. And uh, if I wasn't doing it right, I would just get discouraged. Although, I mean, I played a lot. I played hours and hours when I originally started playing. But, I don't know, it's weird. (laughs) There's so much stuff I've learned now uh, after 20-plus years from when, when I started. That, uh, like, man, had I just known this one little thing, (laughs) this would have improved my technique, like, so much. And just, like, little shit. I I never had guitar lessons. That would have fucking served me well. I always thought, like, oh, I should... The uh, guitarists I was fans of, like, they were all, like, self-taught. At least at that time when I first started learning. And I was like, I thought it was just worthless if I did like that. And I didn't have money for lessons. There was that too. <laughs> Even then, back then, like guitar lessons weren't cheap, but shit, man, I was doing it all the time. I could have, I could have really, I don't know, found a way to, to, to pay for it for a little while at least. There were, I mean, I was into comics when I first started playing. Maybe I just stopped buying comics and, uh, you know, uh, I, I got a lot of CDs from Columbia House and BMG Music. Of course, a lot of them I didn't pay for. They had the collection agency come after me. And That was before I was 18. Uh, I mean, I don't think I ever owed them a lot of money. but like, uh, So I, I guess I didn't spend too much money on the CDs. But I did work a little bit as a teen. I guess at 15 I mean it would have been hard really would have had to have my parents like pay for lessons at that point and they wouldn't have done that pretty sure they wouldn't have done that I don't think they would have had the cash to do so um but uh and I did learn stuff from uh, other people but it wasn't it wasn't like I ever it was just like uh, a thing here too here's a riff this is how that one riff is played. And I was a very uh, gregarious kid. I wasn't hanging around a lot of, a lot of people. So it was just uh, me uh, sitting in a room with the guitar, uh, pissing off the neighbors because we live in an apartment complex. They could hear me out there, God damn it, that fucker's doing that awful shit on that guitar again like, ugh, just killing it. Just fucking give up already, kid. Give the fuck up. Uh, though eventually, you know, my mom did get a house uh, when I was 18. I got to experience a martial amplifier at that point and uh, cranking the fuck out of it. And uh, the neighbors didn't share walls with us, but I'm sure they could probably hear it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I don't recall doing it late at night and stuff. But man, that yeah, that was that was nice being able to have that experience of deafening myself on a on a daily basis there for a while. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I keep going digressing further in this hole. <laughs> I feel like there was other things I was going to talk about, and it's eluding me at the moment. Uh, I guess back to guitar though, and like. Like one of the things that's really helped me out in the last like year or so with helping me, uh, just overall is I had shitty pick technique. Um, it worked fine for like strumming chords and stuff, but when you're getting into more of like lead work and everything, you know, I guess even to some extent like chords. i had a tech technique with the like open hand technique where i'm just only like pinching the pick which i guess i still do it this other way but i would uh the only two fingers that were closed were my thumb and index finger the rest of them were like open and which just felt natural to me <laughs> and uh I mean, it's. Fi- I think it's fine if you're you're like strumming along chords like on an acoustic guitar. You want like a full strum and just like strum all the strings. It's kind of free. Um, but uh, i had watched some YouTube videos again with the YouTube, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> there was one that suggested you know you know maybe you should rethink you know your pick technique and stuff. Uh, and not specifically at me, but I mean, they are, you know, saying it like it is that way, but, uh, anybody that were to watch the video and, uh, anyway, what they had gotten into was, uh, to close like all your fingers instead of, uh, only having my index and thumb closed to just like, you know, hook onto that, that pick, also close the rest of your, your hand, uh, there, the other three fingers need to come in <laughs> and that helps like stabilize it. And I, I admit, I don't mess up and hit, uh, the wrong notes. a well, uh, like a lot of times I'm just trying to pick a string or two and end up unintentionally hitting other shit when I got, uh, <laughs> Trying to, like, especially when doing faster things. And uh, it's just a lot easier to do, like, faster uh, hits with the uh, pick there. Uh, I'm not doing, like, sweep picking or anything like that. But uh, it's like this simple little thing that uh, has just made playing things a lot easier. And there's one, you know, the one thing I really struggle with on guitar that's seemed to be like the hardest thing for me to uh I haven't worked on it a lot that's probably more of the issue but <clears throat> doing pinch harmonics of course that's uh when you hit a note and then uh once you hit it with the uh pick there you immediately like mute the string with the your uh thumb on your pick hand and so it's like uh, making a harmonic, but with all with one hand, instead of holding your fret hand over the string when uh hitting it with the pick, you know doing like a regular harmonic, you're actually quickly like picking it with your pick hand and then it, like also muting it right after to create a harmonic <laughs> And that uh you know there's that's a classic metal thing. I mean like Van Halen. Did that a lot too, and like, uh, which I, I guess you consider them kind of metal, but uh, like a, Adam Jones of Tool, man, he does uh, a fair amount of pinch harmonics. and I've been playing a lot of Tool, and that's uh, something I've had to work at, but holding my pick like that, of course, with all my fingers closed instead of uh, the three at the end there, <laughs> open all willy nilly. Like has made it a lot easier to do uh, pinch harmonics still not great at it still not great at it, but it's it's gotten easier it's a lot easier uh ah, and uh man i I am looking forward to the holiday weekend I know that the labor day of course is coming up next weekend and I'll have a three day weekend I'm so stoked for a three day weekend. It's, it's been a minute as, uh, man, I've gone almost a full year now without having vacation. I do have a few vacation days I can use, but I haven't taken a vacation day now and it'll be a year in November because, uh. I, uh, quit, uh, magnet there in, uh, in the, back in the, the, the first week of November was the last week I worked there and I only worked there like two days <laughs> that last week I worked there and, uh, I had a few days off like the week before I didn't work a whole lot. I was killing what vacation time I could before leaving. Cause you know, I had it to burn. Although I don't want to use all of it because I also wanted overtime because I needed all the cash I could get. <laughs> and uh, it, I didn't realize, too, I th- I was afraid there was going to be a, a hold on my check. You know, I was used to getting paid every other week, whereas I get paid weekly now. I was afraid the uh, initially, which I guess I found out before I actually started at the new place, that uh, it's not really new anymore at this point. I've been there almost a year. <laughs> but... Uh, It was a little bit of fear that there'd be a couple of weeks wait there for a paycheck. And then when I found out it was like weekly, I'm like, oh no, (laughs) the way, the way it landed, I was going to get, uh, my last check from the old job. You know, it, it worked out. That's the point. (laughs) I'm digressing way too much. Oh, and I, oh, I know what, what else I was going to get into. Screw, Screw talking about work. I uh, did, of course, watch Ahsoka, which I, I was uh, mentioning being excited about. That I guess last week, and they had you know two episodes come out. I'm not sure how many episodes they're putting out on this one. Um, I was pretty pleased with it, uh, the first two episodes, and uh, oh man, it, it's, it does suck though, uh, knowing that Mister Ray Stevenson is no longer among us which also I'm recording this on the day Bob Barker died in 99 though. I mean, that's, you can't expect to live much more than that. That makes, I just love him and uh, happy Gilmore where uh price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> and Barker's like, uh, I don't want a piece. I want the whole thing. <laughs> it's like beating the shit out of Adam Sandler. That's just, that's just classic stuff. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Ray Stevenson, and man, I was <laughs> the. I think, may yeah, I think I'd already taken Benadryl because again, I was taking Benadryl this whole week to get rid of the uh, heat rash and everything, and hopefully, like, clear up my throat. <laughs> and I, uh, as I was dealing with that, and uh, I took some Benadryl at uh, before I finished. <laughs> Episode one of Ahsoka. And I got to the end, and I was thinking during the episodes, like, man, this sucks that Ray Stevenson's gone, because watching the episodes, I feel like, you know, his character is probably meant to go on more than whatever they put out in this season. His character seems important. And uh, at the end of the episode... It says to our friend Ray. I'm like, uh, who, who's Ray? <laughs> like you. I mean, I was pretty out of it on the Benadryl. I mean, I was I was about to black out at that point. Uh, to to my uh, defense, and it, it took me a second. Then his name showed. Up. I'm like, oh yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's Ray Stevenson. Fuck. Ugh and uh yeah i felt real dumb and i nobody would have ever known had i just not talked about it here tonight and there we go <laughs> and anyway yeah uh it was basically just uh if you've seen the uh cartoon uh rebels i mean it's live action rebels which i've watched i've watched pretty much all of the uh, star wars even cartoons uh, of course the back in the day I watched the droids stuff cause you know, I was a kid at that point. Uh, but I've also watched, uh, like rebels and, uh, there was this, there's at least one, uh, that I didn't watch. of like the new Disney stuff where it was, uh. More like kid oriented. There was at least one or two of them on there where I was like, okay, this is, I am definitely not in this demo. (laughs) This is not my demographic. They're not aiming this towards me. I should, uh, you know, not feel too bad for watching some, but I want to know the whole story. I'm a big Star Wars fan, you know? So I, I watched all of Rebels and it was, you know, it's, I feel like you can watch that as an adult if you're just, you know, a big Star Wars fan. And uh, there's a lot of good stories to to it. And then, of course, the Clone Wars cartoon as well. Uh, that's, of course, where Ahsoka Tano made her debut. Uh, originally played by Ashley Eckstein. She did the uh, voice work. And, of course, now it's Rosario Dawson. But uh, anyway, uh, they... Uh, I, I lost lost train of thought of where I was going with the Ahsoka bit, but uh, I mean overall, I mean yeah, I mean it's live action Rebels. So far, they haven't had everybody from Rebels. Of course, uh, shit. The one that Freddie Prince Jr. played in the the show. Uh, uh, his name eludes me at the moment because it's been quite a while since I watched Rebels. <laughs> His character died. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched Rebels. (laughs) He died in Rebels. So he's not in it. Um, You get a glimpse of Ezra Bridger because, uh, like, at the end of Rebels, he, like, uh, gets sucked into whatever, like, time dimensional loop or whatever the fuck. There's the uh, thing between worlds. I forgot what exactly it's called. Um, But with Grand Admiral Thrawn. And, uh, they're, of course, the, the plot to Ahsoka as they're trying to find Ezra really is like, the main goal is also these people that were, of course, involved with the Empire that's no longer the Empire, I guess maybe they're going to be involved with the New Order, but they're, uh, they're trying to get the Empire back, basically, at this point. I don't think the, uh. You know, uh Hux and uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren aren't in the picture yet. <clears throat> but uh I mean it's like not too long after uh the defeat of the Empire. But I, I you know, I like it so far. I mean uh and uh there's I last week I was I think it was last week. I don't know. In one of the recent episodes, I was talking about being attracted to uh, <clears throat> some aliens. And by aliens, I mean in, like, TV shows. <laughs> I haven't seen, like, real aliens. And I'm not talking about aliens, like, in a foreign country, like, coming here. Like, there, Of course, there's some of the, you know, some aliens in that respect are attractive. Uh, but uh, there's a... Uh, you know, some aliens in movies, you know, I've been attracted to, others not so much. I think a lot of it is when they have weird shit on their head that's kind of like, no, like... uh And I've always thought uh, Zoe Saldana looked really good in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm not usually attracted to green women. Uh, green is like my favorite color, but it's not like uh, been my... like. Ooh, she's green, hello. <laughs> not to be racist (laughs) is that racist because i don't think there's anybody that's naturally green on our planet and i don't know if there are any real aliens outside of earth that have green skin i haven't seen them maybe they're really attractive but just saying in general when i've seen people in shows playing an alien and they're green eh eh but Zoe Saldana was like I think I'm attracted then I had to you know question things about myself I had to be like do I want to fuck Kermit the Frog like what's what's going on here (laughs) but I you know I initially thought that when I first saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy which I just fucking love that original one the the latest one is pretty fucking great too I I like seeing rockets the second one's not bad I didn't think it was quite as good as the other two though but I really enjoyed of course this this newer one and the the original i mean it's the the first introduction to it anyway i was like yes i am now can say i'm <laughs> attracted to aliens and then of course last week i got into it like well like all three of the big female leads in that show are very attractive or movie rather which i guess there's more than just three i mean if you uh Include Maria Bakalova. Uh, I believe that's her name. She was in uh, Borat. She plays the dog, though. She just is a voice. But she's, you know, very attractive. She wasn't a <laughs> lot of the Borat, too, man. She's. She looks pretty rough, but, uh, real life, she's a fairly, uh, very attractive young woman. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, not attracted to the dog. I just want to make that very clear. Um, not, uh, don't want to do bad things to dogs. Thankfully, I don't. I I can uh, say that honestly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, the other hands I was like, oh man, those women are attractive. And I'm I'm like, ah, well, maybe not the. because I thought, well, maybe, you know, with the uh, mantis and stuff, then I was like, oh, the shit on her head. That's kind of weird. The an- the antenna. Maybe it's the antenna. Like I guess maybe the thing is maybe I can get over like skin color because like the what I was gonna get to in S- Ahsoka, <laughs> they got the weird shit on the head like whatever creature Ahsoka is she's got and I think what bothers me with that the cartooner didn't bother me so much, but it looks real fake <laughs> in live action. I think that kind of bugs me a little bit. Not that I expected to be like attracted to S- Ahsoka, I just thought you know it's. Uh, that part of her her wardrobe looks really fake. I feel like they could have done something better there. It looks like something that is uh like a cosplayer did. <laughs> you know, most of it looks great though. You know, with the like the lightsabers and all that stuff, but the headpiece. Maybe not so much the whatever tentacles or hair, whatever you want to consider that thing is on top of her head, but the almost like tiara she's wearing, that looks really fake. And then uh, uh they have uh oh shit. Her her name uh ju- I just lost her name, but uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the actress's real name, who's actually I don't know if she's married to, but she's at least with Ewan McGregor, from what I understand. Anyway, <laughs> she was uh Ramona Flowers in uh Scott Pilgrim versus the World, is it? Uh, and uh, she was in the Thing remake. Very attractive woman, but she doesn't look good in green. I gotta say, I didn't. I was like, uh, I was like, I wasn't like it wasn't a Zoe Saldana thing for me. So I was like, it's it's clearly not just painting green at somebody. <laughs> then again, she's got the weird, she's got the head thing going on, the th- like tentacles on the head. Maybe that's just something I'm just not into the tentacle porn. <laughs> I don't know why that shit's creepy though. Speaking of tentacle porn, I believe I've talked about this before, but uh, once I got the VR headset and of course I was like, well, we got to experience VR porn and I actually bothered to sign up for Pornhub and I never realized before that they had live action tentacle porn. Like I knew that that was a thing in Japan forever that they had Japanese anime where it was fucking tentacle porn which I always just thought was fucking weird and I was never really attracted to cartoons in general even though like the first time I remember getting an erection was to a cartoon. Fun fact. Anyway. (laughs) uh, But as even a, a teenager... Uh like I wasn't like jerking off to cartoons. But the live action tentacle porn's like even more fucked up than the uh than the anime shit. Like, uh that's just I don't even know what to think like that's that's like some real SM shit, dude. Like that is I don't know how you get your rocks off. Like it in like in real life at that point. Like it, like if you're into tentacle porn. I mean, actually, you can fake it like they do in the videos, but, I mean, how are you going to enact that in real life? Get a fucking octopus and shove it up somebody? Like, what? I don't know, man. That tentacle porn gets, like, fucking crazy. Like, the live action shit is like, what the fuck? Uh, but I had to watch some, you know? I mean, it was there. Didn't jerk off to it. But... uh <laughs> Uh yeah. I now I'm I'm just uh, like uh I've got that great visual in my head. And now I can't I, I'm past Ahsoka now. And anything I might talk about with that. Uh and I, I forgot like uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character's name in that um as uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll fucking find it. There we go, Ahsoka. Um. Overall, though, I gotta say, like the cast, the cast is seems pretty solid. Uh, uh Hera Syndulla, General Hera Syndulla. Um. <clears throat> Oh, she's only in two episodes? The first two episodes? What kind of shit is this? This is, of course, the IMDB. I feel like... They just haven't, uh... Because all the episodes haven't aired? Maybe they haven't? They probably don't have officially have said, like, who's in every episode. Looks like there's eight episodes of it in total. Um... But uh, yeah, Harrison Dula. But uh, you know, something weird. You know, with the, the fucking I don't know. what store has got to do the weird shit. In the head. I mean, you got to do something, I guess, to make them look alien. They can't all look just like people, and then just say they're from another planet. Is uh, I mean, if there really are aliens, I don't think we can really truly imagine what they would actually look like. And it just wouldn't be right if you just painted people different colors because that just. I mean, if they got. Your atmosphere is made up of completely different stuff, you're going to have weird shit going on. You're going to have a completely different body. Um, I got to say, though, uh, with Hera, like. uh, What they got going on her head actually looks more realistic than the Ahsoka thing. Whatever. Like, that, that didn't bother me. It's just. I don't know, she just looks weird and green. I feel like maybe Gamora is just a nicer green. (laughs) Like, this is too much of a sickly green. You know, she just looks unhealthy there. Uh, And, uh, man, yeah. She looks strange. It's an entertaining show, though, so far, and I, man, I just, I just don't know what's going to happen with the Ray Stevenson, you know? I don't know what's going to happen with that character. And uh, I thought uh, the actress that played Sabine, I thought she was really good there, uh, Shiza, is it, uh, oh, man, I'm going to mispronounce this name, Natasha Lou damn it where did, uh, Bordizzo Bordizzo I think she's from yeah she's born in Australia in Sydney and uh, <clears throat> I think she was selling I don't uh, I yeah, don't really have any bit really bitches about the uh, so far um, I wasn't real crazy with how the Mandalorian last season went but I feel like They had a lot of struggles with that because a lot of shit with COVID and trying to, you know, they had a lot of issues (laughs) during production. And so stuff just kind of, imagine, got rushed. Or just, you know, they just didn't have the time to do it. So I guess that's sort of rushed. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, I mean, I. Past that, as far as shows go, I'm really looking forward to the uh, Loki season two. That is my my favorite of the uh, fucking uh, Marvel shows there. And, uh, damn it. Not seeing a release date. October 6th. October 6th. So we're just like a month away basically a little over a month away that'll be great and uh Kihoi Kwan is gonna be in there which I'm pretty fucking stoked about I love me some Kihoi Kwan I mean Data from the Goonies man the fucking Goonies and uh I feel kinda you know Kind of like Loki himself. I kind of fell for uh, Sylvie there. Uh, with uh, Sofia Di Martino, which I've never seen her in anything else. Well, maybe I have. But the, she was really good in Loki. And, uh, you know, I thought Loki was, you know, entertaining and stuff in the movies. He was in, of course, he was never like a huge role in most of those movies, but, uh, <clears throat> I really loved Loki. I mean, shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, fucking great casts for this shit. You had, uh, <coughs> Tom Hiddleston, uh, isn't that his name? Uh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston is, uh, Loki there, and, uh, Mr. Owen fucking, Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait for Wedding Crashers too. I, I uh, I assume that's still going on. I knew they were supposed to be making Wedding Crashers too. Um, God damn it, I'm not seeing it on his list. But, uh, oh, upcoming. There we go. Doesn't mention it. You bastards. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. They were supposed to be making it, but you know, as the, that shit kind of goes, it could have been pushed under the rug a, a while back. Cancelled. Um, at this point Ah. at one point they were supposed to make one at least anyway it's eh, eh, I feel like I I did it (laughs) and my throat didn't completely close up it's a little rough I feel uh, it's like a plus I feel like I'm not dying at least I'm certain I'm not gonna die tonight I will unless some like fucking meteor or something hits the house destroys the penthouse i think that's the only option for me to go out tonight like otherwise i'm pretty sure i'm gonna live again at least till tomorrow so i can at least post this episode (laughs) on that note as always that is a kid in a wheelchair not a trash can